0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to Chatting with Coach Amy, an encouraging podcast for your journey. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a new friend that lives in Alaska. So cool. So cool. Marissa, tell everyone hello. Hi, everybody. (laughs) So So fun to be here. I'm so excited that you agreed to this, guys mom life hashtag mom life got all in the way of this but um we tried uh, an original date and had to reschedule different things happened but
1: we're finally here yay <laughs> yeah even a broken foot not mine not mine thank you well I don't know which is worse your child or you but oh, she's, oh, she's my little two year old she's getting around great so good yep well, I felt bad old. we had to reschedule it's okay hey
0: that's like I said we're moms first family first always always um, good.
1: Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, so my name is Marissa and I live in Alaska. As, <laughs> As Amy already said, I have been married to my husband for almost uh, almost 20 years. It'll be 20 this upcoming June. And um, so I always like to like over estimate for some reason. It's really 19 and a half, but we're almost to 20. And I feel like that's that's, like so huge. That is a milestone. Wes and I have
0: been married 20 years in June this year. So we will be 21 when you're 20.
1: (laughs) Yay. Um, And I feel like it's like one of the biggest accomplishments of my life because marriage is just, it's work. It's hard work. And um, especially uh, we do ministry as a family. So I feel like that just adds another layer of stress. Um, so I just feel like it's such a victory to make it yeah. <laughs> almost 20 years. And we've got three kiddos really spaced out. That's a whole God story of how God arranged our kids. Um, I have a 17 year old son named Dawson. Brennan is nine, just turned nine and Kara is two. And I just, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's um not how we ever would have planned our lives. But honestly, I look at pictures of our family. I just, I love it. I love it's the precious. dynamics. And, and Kara was our, well, Brennan was actually our bonus. Um, I had Dawson, you know, a couple of years after we were married and had some pretty severe postpartum depression, which is kind of a big part of my story. And didn't know if we'd have any more children just because my postpartum depression had been that bad. Wow. And so then to... To, we were moving to Alaska, we were co- going to the mission field, and just the timing never seemed like I was in a stable enough place with all those changes to have another baby, and so we just really sought the Lord, and finally, um, after we had been in Alaska for several years, felt peace about trying again, and I was in a good, good place just emotionally and mentally, and so then it took us a year to get pregnant, and I'm going, okay, God, like, <laughs> my kids are already really spread out and I I didn't want them even farther spread out, but that was God's plan. And, um, we actually almost pursued adoption. And the day that I was writing a letter to a birth mom, I found out I was, the next morning I found out I was pregnant. So, yeah. So then, um, we, we really felt like that was probably all the kids I could handle. We love big families. We look, we always wanted kids. Um, but I think the Lord just knew that I needed to have my kids spread out enough so that I could only have one Toddler at a time, yeah, <laughs> that's all that I is, can handle,
0: <laughs> girl. That's why I have five from Bella's almost 17, Knox is five, so it, it's pretty the same. I just have extra yeah. stuck in there, yeah. Um, and the, the boys are adopted, but the girls, um, are two years apart pretty much. So right now they're 16, wow. 14, and Katie will be 13 Friday. I can't believe oh my, my baby goodness. girl is only 13 years old. What in the world? Um, <laughs> and then camp is seven, and Knox is five. And so they it's, you know, they're six years between Katie and Camp, but you're right. You're right. It's it's something. And um, you know, I, I didn't know that about I don't know much about you except that I love you and you live in Alaska. Like I just know those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's cool that we have those things kind of in common. Um an adoption is even that you began that pursuit that says a lot about you and your character and your heart for the Lord and for children. Um you know, so anyway, that's awesome. I love it.
1: Well, I, yeah, being a mom has definitely been something I feel like God has grown in me. Um, and something that I probably didn't know what I was getting into when I started the journey and, and probably a a little too selfish in, in a lot of ways to be a good mom, but I feel like God has just given me a lot of grace over the years. And I, now it's, I just know it's the most important thing I'm doing. And, and I, I love it. I love being a mom. So that's, that's so sweet. Okay. So um,
0: THM, how did you get started with THM?
1: That is actually kind of part of the story of, I've already been telling of the postpartum depression. So after I had my second son, Brennan, my, I always felt like I was kind of on the edge of slipping into some postpartum depression again, mm-hmm. but just kind of felt like I was just sort of on the edge of a cliff looking over and it was kind of keeping at bay. And I was on the phone one day, my um, Brennan was about three, four months old. And I was speaking to one of my best friends on the phone. And I just was telling her, yeah, I'm really having struggling, you know, with not, I'm really struggling with not slipping into depression. And she said, Hey, I, she read me apart from the original trim, healthy mama book mm. in the back in the hormone section. And what she read me was just so affirmative of what my body was already telling me was just, I was having a really hard time going out and being out of my house a lot. And it was something about that God actually gives us a hormone. I might be prolactin that makes us want to stay close to home because to protect the baby and with nursing and stuff. And so I just thought that sounds like it was just affirming what my body was kind of, I was like, I was working against what my body was trying to tell me. And so it piqued my interest in the book. And I went to go look it up on Amazon and I realized, Oh, I was expecting this book on hormones. And it was this whole eating plan as well. Oh yeah, so I felt like it so was many like things a in that book. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I'm sorry.
0: There's so many things in that book. Oh yes, Mercy. yes,
1: yeah. And it it ended up being such a godsend for me because I had really been seeking the Lord about getting healthier, about nutrition. My frustration with not really knowing how to eat healthy, but wanting to eat healthy. I also had issues with sugar that we discovered due to some hypoglycemia in my son, Dawson, when he was little, it caused me to read books and realize you can have an emotional response with hypoglycemia. So you might not have like the shakiness or feeling faint or lightheaded, but you might have just a really dip like emotionally. And I I'm reading this book and it felt like I was looking in the mirror of this book on hypoglycemia. And so I, I decided, okay, with, with my issues with depression that continued after my postpartum, it just it had been something in high school as well. And yeah. we were always looking for answers. And I realized giving up sugar was going to be one of those answers, but I didn't know how to do it because I came from a family where bless his heart. My dad eats a, do- well, growing up, my, my growing up, my dad would eat donuts for breakfast every single day. Yeah. And that's, his love language is food. And so I feel very loved by food and often very unhealthy food. And I didn't really know how to make that separation with sugar. And, but yet I I saw a direct correlation with, with my bad moods with sugar. And so after years of trying to kind of muck it out myself, you know, I would limit myself to, Oh, I'll just have a little handful of M&Ms at, you know, in the evening after dinner, because maybe my bad mood mood will hit when I'm sleeping. <laughs> so that was kind of my, my reasoning. Right. And, but I had learned, okay, even, even sh- certain healthy yogurts or granola, or, you know, I was starting to learn more about sugars that seem that are a little more hidden, or you just yeah. don't think of as being unhealthy. Well, like and, milk, I mean,
0: whole milk. Oh yeah. I, it
1: yeah. just, I, I had a pretty
0: intense conversation with a lady one time about it. And I was just like trying to explain it. And and then finally, I think it clicked, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, because it's not stuff that people think of as unhealthy or having an impact on your blood sugar. But what really, probably what struck me, it might've been in, I can't remember if it was in the Term Healthy, original Term Healthy Mama book or not, but it was saying if you ate uh, peanut butter and jelly on whole wheat bread, Mm -hmm. it's almost the same amount of sugar as a Snickers. That's right. (laughs) And I thought- Oh my word. I no wonder I would eat a peanut butter and jelly and some sun chips on the side and wonder why I was having a totally crashing bad mood later. <laughs> you know, that was, I thought I was being healthy with the a huge carb spike, which equals sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my, probably and my no jelly that had everything in it, you know, high fructose corn syrup yeah. in the jelly. It, anyway, just had no clue. And so I had really been crying out to the Lord to help me give up sugar. And Pretty much realizing that I wasn't going to be able to do that on my own. And then, so when this book came along into my life and I realized this wasn't just a book about hormones, that it was a whole way of eating, it just really was transformative for me. And it took a while to get my mind. I will say, when I first read the book, I was just thinking about this today as I was, you know, getting ready for talk. That I remember reading it and hitting this moment where I thought, like, at first, it's like, I'm just reading it and, you know, soaking it up. And then I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can do this. This is overwhelming. <laughs> and, but I also think it's a paradigm shift. It's a whole lifestyle paradigm yes, shift. Is. And that's why I think, you know, probably what I would, I know you said it end, maybe say something for newbies, but I would say just give yourself grace and time to make that paradigm shift. That it's, it's not going to be an overnight, you grasp everything because there's so much to Trim Healthy Mama in a positive way that's, that, that, there's so much you can keep learning. And I feel like it's just a, it's um, to give yourself grace and time to learn it well. That's right.
0: That's right. In my coaching, I do different levels of that. And like, I, I consistently have people coming back because I'm still, I mean, I'll be, you know, five years, thm next sheet next month next year really but next month um yeah. you know and i'm still learning things and it's not necessarily that i'm learning new things about the plan but how my body reacts to things or or an idea that maybe you come up with or another one and it's like oh that yeah. will help me you know it's so it's constant learning i mean it and i, I kind of relay it to a baby I mean, a baby grows and eats different foods. And you're going to do that the longer you do. Oh, I love that the trim, healthy mama lifestyle. I mean, it says yeah, yeah. that I'm a trim, healthy mama lifestyle coach, yeah. you know, it is a way of life. So I love how you, how you brought that out, but yeah, I mean, we're constantly growing and doing and learning, um, and making changes and it is overwhelming. And so I totally agree with the grace and the time. I mean, there was a point where I just gave up. I don't know mm-hmm. about you, but I just gave up. And my husband realized, and he was like, "Are you not doing THM anymore?" And I'm like, "No." And he's like, "Well, you need to get back on it, because, <laughs> girlfriend." <laughs> you know.
1: What an awesome hobby. Yeah, That's so awesome
0: that he could. And he was sweet. Like, he went not mean, ugly, but you know.
1: Yeah, no, that he that he could see that that was going to be the most beneficial thing yes, for you for in sure. the long run. Sure. That's I love that, yeah. and that you guys have that kind of relationship that he you know could oh, say yeah. that and see that. I love that. Um, the interesting thing is when I started it, cause that was not mine is also in Jan, it was January, um, nine years ago for me. So, um, and so this January probably nine years. And I lived in Bush, Alaska at the time we were out there doing ministry. And so I had this whole other layer of how am I going to get all these ingredients? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and it was a whole new world to me. I feel like, I feel like now, almond flour, cooking with almonds, you know, baking with almond flour, coconut flour, um, using things like that way, the whey protein, I feel like that's becoming more normal overall. Right. But at that time, that was kind of unheard of unless you had like a gluten allergy or something. So right. it was a whole learning curve. But I, I love how you compared that to a baby of you start, you know, with very small things and grow. Because for me, it was starting with one the first snack I made, you know, it was like, oh, look at my very first Trim Healthy Mama snack. I, and, then, and then from there, I think the next thing I made was a cheesecake because that's about, of course, about, <laughs> thumbs up my life. Snacks and dessert <laughs> are my main priorities. No, I, cooking has not ever been something that God is growing a love for cooking in me, but that was always a struggle. I would say a struggle bus. I, I always rode a struggle bus when it came to cooking. And uh That so so desserts. My husband has often joked if we could live off desserts, we'd be set. Because I can I can bake up lots of stuff, but <laughs> just getting a meal on the table for dinner sometimes. Make it ochre in that cake. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> so I made a cheesecake, but I didn't have the right sweetener. I had like a stevia in the raw or something, oh. and I put it. Yeah, <laughs> and that was what I had on hand, and I tried it, and I thought maybe I could live like this. It was actually pretty delicious to have a cheesecake made with sweet, you know, not with sugar. And that was my first dessert I ever made.
0: <laughs> That's funny. I love it. So you said Bush, Alaska. So is that like in the book, bu- like, in like, re- like nowhere, like, yeah. So rural.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh my it's, God. It's like beyond rural because the only, so Pretty much two thirds of Alaska you can only access by boat or plane, and the road system in Alaska is yeah it's it's about only in one third of the state. Wow. So where we lived was anything bush is anything that you can only get to by airplane. And so we were out in a fishing community out in so- Southwest Alaska, and we came out there. Um, the reason that we lived in Tennessee, I was going to tell you this was. Um, my husband went to flight school in Tennessee. And then, so he's a pilot. We went out there knowing that he had these skills with aviation, but we really wanted to do ministry. And so the, the organization that we work with, um, couples, those things together. So you can do ministry, discipleship ministry and aviation. And so we lived in a tiny bush village, about a thousand people. I grew up suburbs of Detroit. So it was, it wow. was a whole new culture for me. Yeah. And, you know, I, I had no, I didn't live in a place growing up where we killed anything in our backyard and ate it. Like it just, <laughs> that it was unheard of. You a- know? <laughs> so, so, you know, moving from just Detroit suburbs to Bush, Alaska was culture shock mercy. Yes. Oh, totally. And so we went there to do youth ministry and, um, ended up, my husband did some pastoral stuff for a little while. We were there seven years in the bush and our, we, we could only grocery shop. Um, Amazon was just, people weren't using Amazon, I, I would say about halfway through our time, we were really starting to use Amazon a lot, um, but we would go into Anchorage two, anywhere from two to four times a year, and grocery <gasps> shop for, wow. and for like two to five months at a time, so wow. like I've done some huge grocery shopping, but like it was a whole, that was a whole learning curve on how to make sure that we had enough because there was one tiny store in our village but it was about the size of not quite as big as an aldi probably more like a 7-eleven almost somewhere uh-huh. between a Seven Eleven and and aldi and the milk milk was ten dollars a gallon wow. so um, it, it was just it didn't make sense to buy stuff there unless you absolutely had to it was cheaper right. to buy stuff in anchorage and ship it to ourselves wow so how did you
0: prepare for those shopping trips? This is fascinating.
1: <laughs> I, I, it took so many years. I finally felt like after our, like in my last year, I felt like I was really in a groove of, okay. So th- the barge would, we would sometimes get groceries on the barge span, Alaska would send stuff up from Washington and you could, that was a great way to get canned stuff. Cause you could get it really, really cheap. And the, the shipping on that was cheap. If we were in Anchorage, sometimes we would, um, send stuff out on air cargo and you would want to do lighter weight stuff because you're paying per pound. And then the, the air service out here in Alaska, not, um, sorry, the USPS, you could ship a 50, maybe even 70 pound tote. If you could lift it <laughs> more like a 50 pound tote of food for like 17 bucks, it was, wow. they, they, they subsidize it for the villages. So, um, yeah, I, I, It took me a long time, but my my Costco list was basically a checklist. I would have almost everything on my Costco list that I, I would print it off, and it would have everything that I ever buy from Costco. And I would just stand there in my garage, little mini grocery store that Uh slash pantry, and just cross off. Okay, no, I have those, or I'd write how many I had next to it, and then yeah, you just. I think what helped me and what I taught some friends that came up, and you know, we're getting used to the same thing was. Think about what you would buy for one or two weeks worth of groceries, and then just try to multiply that by three months. Like, right? As far right. as three months, right? So right. that was a, a way I could wrap my mind around it at the time. Yeah, of
0: course, I love that. Uh, do you or me, well, I don't know. Did y'all have TV? and all that. Yeah. Of stuff. Okay. I didn't know. I just wondered, but yeah. like, um, the couponers that was really big back then. Cause I watched it all the time. I had all these little kids at home and I watched tons of TLC, you know, a baby yeah. story and all that stuff, you know? Yes. Yeah. But, um, the couponing, I did that for a long time and I didn't do it like these people on TV, but they had their entire basement or rooms of their house with all that. It sounds like what you were doing, but out of necessity.
1: Yeah, yeah. We would go to Costco and fill at least two carts and then at least and then go to Fred Meyer or Kroger is what it's called in the Lower 48. Um and I know it's other places called other yeah. I I don't I can't keep track of where it's called what, but Kroger. I don't blame you. (laughs) Yeah. And it would just be this piled high cart. And what was hard was budgeting because yeah. you would go, you would go like two, three months without spending hardly any money. And then your credit cards would freak out because you'd suddenly be spending all your money <laughs> at this, you know, one in this like three, four day span yeah. in Anchorage. It was, it was pretty wild. It was, it, we had to almost budget on a quarterly It was hard yeah. to figure out our budget. Oh, that blows my mind. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but doing
0: it with THM. And in the beginning, when there wasn't THM manufacturing and products, talk to me a little bit about how that has changed in your life.
1: Oh man, it's it is so much easier now. I mean, I I oh, wow, it's I love, and that was one thing I just put in one of my last videos. I love that you can just count on them for good quality products and that, you know, I my my best friend Julie, the one that told me about. Trim Healthy Mama. She is the most frugal person. And so she'll research and figure out, okay, is Trim Healthy Mama the, the the least expensive or can she find something somewhere else? And so she, I admire her for that, but honestly, I would just rather get it from Trim Healthy Mama. Yeah, me too. That's what I do. So I, I don't have the time to research and figure all that stuff out that she's just amazing at. And she, she passes along tips. And so sure. I will supplement my Stevia with one off Amazon because it's just a fraction of the cost. But I prefer, like, I just love, and I want to support them because mm-hmm. I feel like they they give so much to us That's right. that it's really awesome to be able to um, just continue to support their business. And I love to see all the new things that they come out with. It's They never cease to amaze me on what they think up.
0: <laughs> well, in, in June, I went to the coach's retreat and we got to tour the manufacturing facility. Oh
1: my word, that would just be like a dream.
0: <laughs> it was so cool. And you think it's like, Sam's side and I don't know I'm not really good at that kind of stuff my husband's probably like rolling his eyes if he's listening to this but <laughs> like it wasn't as big as I thought and I, it was huge rooms and you went but they had those things it was like full of machine I mean they're they do not waste a lick of space like they are the most efficient with space and time and I, I know like I get a little frustrated because I love those butterfly bars and and far as I know we don't have those yet I don't know if those are going to come out we're recording this everybody on December 1st 2021 and we're in the middle of the sale that went bad and hopefully we'll get a new one we're, we're anxiously awaiting that date right oh
1: yeah I'm out a gentle sweet so it's a little bit it's, a, it's a almost panic <laughs> I, mode here <laughs> I
0: know I hear you first world problems huh yes but yeah. um man, I would love some of those bars, but guys, they are manufacturing something else on that machine. And so it's got to wait, you know, whatever. And it is just really cool. And they also manufacture way powder for, um, other companies, oh Atlas, Atlas protein bars. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's really, really cool how they do. And some gummies from another company. Anyway, I don't remember the names of that one, but they also have a kitchen where, um, serene's daughter-in-law and, and some of the other bakers that's where they bake things for the thm cafe so oh, i mean Lord. and that's also where they video the serene and pearl video their their things and they have offices and stuff but it was just the coolest little thing to go do so oh, man
1: i that's like a dream and getting going to the cafe that i have oh. dreams about it someday <laughs> i'm gonna get there
0: <laughs> girl i'm telling you it's kind of a little piece of heaven because it's like everyone understands and they love you because you are also a trim healthy mama and it's just like and for me and probably for you too people recognize me and it's just kind of weird for a second are you coach Amy and I'm like oh uh, yeah <laughs> you know oh my goodness can I take a picture with you and I'm like do you really want to okay <laughs>
1: totally want a picture with you Amy oh,
0: you're so <laughs> sweet. but it was kind of it took me by surprise that was very weird but Pearl meeting Pearl and Rashida uh, Serene wasn't able to meet us there but it, it was just precious and we went like every day while we were in Nashville oh I I would go every day if and I was, was in Nashville <laughs> it was an hour drive I mean it wasn't just right down the road but mm. um oh it's just it's just amazing. It, it is. Well, it
1: feels like a dream come true to walk into a place that you can order. I mean, how many of us with Trimholby Mama were able to make it work at restaurants and cafes and stuff? But we are constantly working. We're constantly yes. working to, to make sure something's on plan to try to see if we can make it fit. And so to get to go to a place that seems like a dream come true it to is. go somewhere where you, it doesn't matter what you order, it's on plan. That's right. <laughs> that is right. And it is just it's precious.
0: We're going, I'm going again in May for the uh, the next retreat. And I'm just so excited. So that's awesome. Okay. I was going to ask you about how trim healthy mama, um, helped you, um, nutritionally. I loved you said that. Um, and so kind of like how you work it, um, currently.
1: Yeah, I, you know, for me, I feel like the reason I've never become a coach is because I, I probably need a coach. I probably, I, I don't know. A coach I, mean. I, I might be no, contacting you in the, in the near future. Um, I feel like I have so many bad habits that I'm always warring against. So I feel like I understand comfort eating. I understand what it, what it was like to grow up on just a lot of, you know, unhealthy, a lot of snack food, junk food. And so for me, I feel like those two sides of me are always warring. Mm. And uh, one thing that has been helpful most recently this year has been kind of a reset button for me. I, after having my daughter going through, I did go through postpartum depression again after her, um, and then dealt with some family stressors and things that I just, I was kind of in a blah place. But yeah, th- about yeah. this time last year, and I also had had um, a major surgery. I had hysterectomy mm-hmm. last year, and so I, I got the stubborn losers menu out, mm-hmm. and I, I basically just full force was like okay i'm going to do this and i felt like that was almost like relearning the plan and and kind of helping me recognize all the bad habits that i had let kind of sneak in even to my healthy journey yeah. with trim healthy mama cuz i think with trim healthy mama there's ways to do it really healthily and there's ways that you can maybe continue to just eat a lot of junk yep. for sure for sure <laughs> and i think there's a time and place for that i think you know i think it's a balance and i i feel like um having some snacks that it's, I mean, you always have to say, this is way better than what I would have been eating. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I see ways that I can slip into that too much. And so for me, the stubborn losers menu was really helpful reset button last, last January and February ish. And I, I saw my body really respond well. But then as I continued to try and, and I had my two closest friends, both do true healthy mama. They were like, you know, you're really not supposed to do that for very long. Like it's, it's a shorter term thing, Right. but um, I noticed that I was having some mood dropping. Like my mood was just dropping, trying to continue to implement a lot of the deep S's and things. And so this fall, I, it just kind of clicked with me something that someone said it might have been, uh, well, it was you know, Pearl's been pretty vocal on now that she's postmenopausal, like doing a lot of emails and how your body might not be able to handle all that fat. That's right. So I had my hormones tested this last summer. It's called a Dutch test. And I go yeah. to an integrative medical person. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, she just wanted to see, it had been, you know, quite a few months since my hysterectomy. And I do still, it's probably too much information to put on a podcast. Nice, girl's all good. Okay. I still cycle. So I, I mean, okay. I have... It wasn't. You still a, have your ovaries? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so it was showing that my hormones were like postmenopausal in the postmenopausal range. Wow. So, my blood work, everything, she said, you are so healthy. If you look at your blood work alone, because we got that first, like health wise, everything is beautiful. But then my hormones told this other story of, that I'm about 10 years, (laughs) I'm about 10 years past where I am right now. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So my friend said, well, Marissa, my, my dear friend, Allison, she's been in some of my videos. She said, it seems to me that if you're, if you're dealing with that, you probably need to eat how Pearl's suggesting. Yeah. And so that was like a light bulb moment of, I don't think my body likes all the deep, a lot of deep S's. It was almost causing almost a, a binge reaction. I, I'm not a binger at all, but it was causing me to not have a lot of self control. Like I would try to do a lot of these stubborn your, loser
0: Yeah, Your body wasn't
1: satisfied. Yeah. And then I would just find myself just like, oh, I can't, I, I don't feel like I'm having good self control. And so when I implemented the emails, because I had been at a stall, like a five month stall. And here I had the stubborn loser had lost, released, my body had released a bunch of weight and then it just stalled. And so for like five months, and um I changed to eating emails and two pounds just slipped off. Like wow. I'm like, that doesn't happen with me. Right. <laughs> Cause I've got thyroid issues and stuff. And um, it just that's I, I feel like I see fractions of pounds come off. Girl, it takes twins. a very Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so to have two pounds just melt off and I've lost two more pounds since then. So I just I implemented a ton more emails. Well then I almost shifted the other side of the pendulum. Yeah. <laughs> ate too many emails. And I felt like at first my body felt like it was singing, like, thank you for giving me carbs again yes. <laughs> regularly. And, and I felt like my moods were a lot better, but then it was like, I started to see the scale then not go, starting to go up a little. And I thought, okay, I think Pearl and Serene just really know that you're supposed to, to switch it up. You yep. know, like it's if you juggly. go too much in either direction, that's right. So yeah, that I'll
0: see that. Yeah. I see that a lot with my clients there. They, especially in group, because with one-on-one, I can be very specific when I'm coaching a group of people, it's a group of people, (laughs) you know, and I I typically tell them have at least one fuel pull and one E a day. If you have two E and an S or two S and an E, it's okay. If I cannot have three E's in a day, I, I would not feel good. And I know that because I've tried, I've experimented. THM right. is a huge experiment. And you're never, you're never going to always eat the same way. I don't care who you are or what you think is going to happen. <laughs> that's, right. that's not reality. As I, like I said, with the baby growing and everything, because it's always going to change, especially with right. women. Our bodies, oh my gracious, they change all the time. I'm in surgical menopause, took everything. So I'm on identical mm-hmm. hormones. And when I was 29 years old and I'm 40, so I've been dealing with this for a really long time. I went a long time without any hormone replacements. So I'm really glad that you were able to keep your ovaries. That's going to help you a lot, even though your 10 years, <laughs> your ovaries are 10 years older than they should be. But those E's are really going to heal the E's and people are so scared of carbs. So I'm really glad you're talking about this. And especially in the holiday season, because this will air um, the second week of December, but, or air, is that right? It'll, whatever. It'll Yeah.
1: Be air, uh, that's it'll how be. I would think of
0: it. airing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that. We're going to use that word. We'll be super fancy, but, um, <laughs> you know, the stresses of the holidays don't, don't neglect the ease. Um, and especially, um, just keep in mind that they boost your serotonin. So it helps with your mood, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> Gets yes. you
0: Energy. That's what E stands for is energizing mm-hmm. And then it also nourishes your adrenals, which is so important for all, I mean, all people, but especially women and especially women that are, their ovaries are acting cuckoo or they don't have ovaries because your adrenals are what's going to take up the slack in that. And, mm-hmm. um, what I love to, um, encourage, and I want to ask you is uh, varying your carb sources. I find that to be very important. So let's not just rely on oatmeal once a day and say, I have a carb. You know, that to me being a nutrition coach as well, I really want to bring in, don't forget the beautiful colors of carbs. So um, I do eat the rainbow a lot. I talk about that a lot of times. So sweet potatoes, purple potatoes. Oh my gracious, so, so good. And then all the beautiful fruit that God gave us. And, um, you know, the grains, of course, if you can do it, if you can't do grains, quinoa is a wonderful substitute, beans and lentils. Mm -hmm. And then if you can hit those over two weeks, I think you're really hitting the jackpot with, um, just nourishing your body with those ease.
1: What do you think? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm soaking up what you're saying. I feel like, I feel like that again, always worrying with my kind of tendencies, I can get in ruts and with habits and stuff. And so I find that I feel like I should put that on replay and, and what you just said and listen to that over and over, because I, I can, um, I would totally agree with you. I think when I start to see my body get kind of sluggish, it's because I've had too many sandwiches, you know, yeah. <laughs> and like, it's like, okay, I've had wheat bread, give me something different, you know, or my sprouted wheat bread. And, um, so, you know, like you're saying, remembering to add in those sweet potatoes, I, I see my body just, it's like, you, you're continuing to keep it guessing. Yeah. Even within that meal type. That's right. So instead of saying, oh, your body's going, oh yeah. Okay. I'm so used to this, like the oatmeal, you know, every day or whatever. And And that's precious. I know plenty of people
0: that do their oatmeal every day. Grandma has it helps her cholesterol, blah, blah, But if you're going to want weight loss, I think varying those carb sources is key. I really do. Because it keeps your, it keeps your metabolism guessing. And that's also, we went talking about the fuel juggling. It's the same thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that's what had happened was here. I had been trying so hard to implement more of the stubborn loser. Not even, not that I was following that completely, but just trying to implement more of those, those meal types and, and then probably not getting enough ease in that. So then when I went the, you know, swung the pendulum and I was getting all these ease, my body was just so happy. Like I said, it felt like my body was just singing, (laughs) but then it got, okay. It stopped singing. It's like, okay, okay. You know, reset. (laughs) So I still err on trying to do more E's than S's and 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 I'm trying to do more light S's. I think that heavy, heavy S is something that I can gravitate to because it does remind me a lot of the the comfort food I grew up with, but I,
0: well, and dairy with your thyroid issue, dairy's really not your friend anyway. So yeah, that automatically helps Light S and deep s be your go tos.
1: Have you given up dairy completely? With your not thyroid? completely,
0: I, I, I do allow um, cultured dairy, a kefir, fat free Greek, and I do laughing cow cheese. Like I had one today, but like there's a lot of recipes or suggestions, and it's like two wedges. I do one. Sometimes yeah, I'll just, just like scale it,
1: yeah, kind of mm-hmm. reduce
0: it down. And if I have, um if I know we're going to Mexican and I'm going to order queso to put on my fajitas, hallelujah. I won't have dairy that day or like half the day before and half the day after. And I know that sounds like really meticulous, but that's what works for me. And I can keep up with
1: that. (laughs) Oh man. I, I, like you're saying, it's a big experiment. I, I agree with that. And I think it's learning, it's learning some, some balance in like, I, to me, that just sounds like really good balance. You've, you know, it's time that you're going to maybe have a little more. And so you're pulling back. I, I feel like that's one thing in this past year, that let's say you, you know, it's a Friday night, you've had friends over, you've had some heavy S, you know, like copycat pizza, like I I have on my channel. Um, Uh And the next day I would maybe have just something a lot that whole next day, I would do a lot lighter on dairy. And I feel like it's, I'm learning more about that as far as just, just how to have more of a just a balance. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. and, and not overdue due.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah.
0: boundaries is in place yep. too. Okay. Well, we don't have much time left. And I really want you to talk about your channel because it is a <laughs> it is a huge blessing. Girl, I am trying to get make my mark in this YouTube world and it is not easy. Um, but I'm doing my best.
1: <laughs> oh, you are doing fantastic. Oh, thank I, you. Your video I watched the other day, I thought, oh, I need to sit down with Coach Jamie and ask her some editing <laughs> tips. <laughs> Whatever you were doing with your editing, I was super impressed. I it's that really? is really people don't realize the amount of time that goes into editing and that it it is an enormous chore. It is. Um. So I, it's like you put out this one little video, but people just don't have an idea of the hours, hours that went into that.
0: That's right. Yeah. So yeah. tell us about yours. What it's called? I will have the link in the caption of this and all the places.
1: So okay, Go, thank girl. you. Um, it's Marissa's kitchen and I started it, Oh, three years ago, or was it four now? <laughs> it's uh-huh. kind of running together. Yep. Um, I feel like I lost a year or two of my life with, uh, not lost, but I, know what I, I mean. it was out of touch with a lot with having my baby, but, um, I, you know, I started it to, well, it's kind of twofold. I had been thinking about doing, a, a vlog about, Depression, but then when I actually thought about that, that just sounded really depressing. So I, I didn't end <laughs> up doing that. But <laughs> um, it, but my passion was trim healthy mama, and I would see that I would just have all this stuff that I wanted to talk about with my often my friends. And if it was friends that weren't doing Trim Healthy Mama, I just got to the point where I was like, I don't want to annoy my friends. Like I have a lot I want to talk about, but so it was an outlet for me to just be able to talk all things Trim Healthy Mama and, and just kind of process the things I was learning or things I was enjoying without overwhelming all my friends. (laughs) keeping my friendships healthy. <laughs> That's <right. laughs> so, so it's, it's been really fun. I, when I looked, when I started on YouTube, there was very little, um, of Trim Healthy Mama. And honestly, uh, in the grand scheme of things, it still, is. I think. Yeah. There's it's quite still. a, there's quite an opportunity there. Yeah. I think and Claire at Cookie Crumb Fun, uh, uh-huh. was, was one of the main ones doing videos. Lindsay Murphy, she's gone back and forth between keto. Um, so, and then there was a few kind of random people that i'm not sure if they're still doing trim healthy mama but i looked at this some of these people um and i saw that one of them i had never heard of or seen on the, the group at all but she had quite a large following i thought well i think i could do that like i it wasn't so much about the following is um i don't i just did sharing a love and a passion you know and and feeling like there was probably an audience for it so it's been a tr- total fun thing. I love absolutely everything about it. I would do it all day long if if I could, but I have other responsibilities (laughs) that's called me to. So it's always about it's trying to learn that balance. And I've kind of learned the hard way. Uh, I've shared that in one of my videos, just how during COVID it became a too much of a coping thing for me. And so I had to pull way back. And I think God has helped me to put that in the right just in its proper place. And so now my videos are a little shorter now because the amount of time editing is just, you know, yeah. I can cut it down by a third if I have a shorter video. So that's much more manageable for me with my kiddos. Yeah.
0: Lindsay Stage really that. helped me. Uh, did you do the collaboration with Lindsay and Claire?
1: Or they I did. Hot? Did you do that? I did not I never My did a live kitchen or something oh yes 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 I was yeah. part of that one yeah Yeah. they you know. they
0: asked me but I was like I don't know what I'm doing yet thank you you're precious I'll do a prize
1: <laughs> <laughs> I that would have been so fun because I got to know a lot of those women through that a lot better so that would have been fun because I would have gotten to we know might you. Could revive it yeah
0: we could we totally could <laughs> Let's put that on the on the table. We'll talk about yeah, it. <laughs> sounds good. That's awesome. Is Claire still um, doing
1: videos? I haven't seen her. Uh she with everything with COVID, like it was a little unsettling for me because it's like this whole subculture, you know, this it's like THM and but yet like people doing content creation. And so since she had kind of been doing it before me when she closed down her Instagram account, that oh. was unsettling for me. Yeah, Cause I, I thought, fear. Whoa, wait, what? And, and I, I, you know, respect anybody's decision sure. with social media. Some people take breaks and I, I respect that. And so it was just unsettling for me because she was somebody that I looked up to and had kind of mentored me in, right. in some ways with the YouTube world. So
0: right, yeah. I do miss her. They both, they both helped me as I was getting started. And I, I appreciate Claire and Lindsay. Um, yeah, so I really appreciate that. That's so fun. So what kind of videos do you do?
1: I, so I'm, I, I'm not a like, as far as like where to put me, I feel like I don't fit in a lot of different, like I'm hey, not a blogger. Okay. So I don't, I don't come up with a lot of my own recipes. I'm more of a, I, I don't know. I, I'm really curious to know what Pearl and Serene, if they even know who I am and if, what they think of me, I have a little like question in my mind. Cause I'm more of a Critic. I mean I feel like that's probably my so like you do reviews I do recipe reviews and I feel like there's no shortage of recipes to review I mean I I have hardly tapped the cookbooks much less all the other amazing people out there making recipes so I feel like that's an endless source of that's kind of my my um for lack of the, I don't even know if I understand bread and butter of my channel is like that's the constant steady thing on my channel but then I also try I, I don't call myself a coach, but I do try to share just things I've learned from my journey. Sure. And so some of my videos maybe are a little more teaching instructional. Um, I do have my degree in teaching. So I think that's just like a fun outlet for me right. of, Hey, this is how you can make my whole heart with it is how to make trim healthy mama easier because I'm, I'm quite a drive-through Sue at heart. I'm very (laughs) lazy when it comes to cookies. I want to find the easiest possible way to do something if I'm going to continue doing it long-term. And so I just want to continue sharing that with my viewers. So although I have, I have a video I need to redo. It's it's my drive-through video. I just, I just got a negative comment (laughs) on it last night. It said information starts at three minutes and 36 seconds. And I'm like, yeah, that one I was really chatty on. I think I need to redo that.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) You tell them to just stay in their lane. <laughs> I
1: said, thanks for this. You know, cause I'm, I'm sure that it's going to be helpful to somebody who doesn't want to hear me chit chat at the beginning, but it was, it's humbling There's a fast I, God forward keep, button for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> God continues to keep me humble. as, I as my channel grows, so.
0: I understand. Boy, do I understand. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I love it. So what we're going to close out. You gave some great tips for the, um, beginner talk about, talk to the veteran for a minute.
1: Oh, for the veteran. I would say just don't give up. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, you, I feel like there's just seasons in life that everyone's going through a different season and it's just, I feel like trim healthy mama is just something that you can keep coming back to that you know, if you veer off for a little bit, just don't, I would say it's, it's still worth coming back and, you know, not giving up. Like you were saying, you went through a time and, and your husband spoke that truth to you. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like we can get discouraged. And I think, I think it has more to do with what's maybe going on in our life circumstances or stages than actually trim healthy mama. And just realizing that trim healthy mama can just continue to be there. It's just a steady guide. Uh, and, when you get through your season or, you know, like I just came through just a really rough season. Our son um, has special needs. And so he, we just found that out in the last year. And I had a very, very rough year with him Mm. trying to homeschool him Mm -hmm. during COVID. And it came on the heels of my postpartum depression. And so Mm. I just really felt like I was floundering, floundering in almost every area of my life. My faith was really shaken. And, uh, you know, I just, once I kind of came through that, that storm, then I got right back on track. I, I, I was doing Trim Healthy Mama during that time. I just felt discouraged in some mm-hmm. ways. And I think just, just not giving up, I think just continuing to go along. And I think there's going to be, I don't see how you can't be encouraged. There's so many amazing people in the group. There's so many amazing coaches. There's, I feel like it's a place of encouragement that if you stick with it, you know, you're going to find that, that source of encouragement, whether it's just being on the group and seeing somebody cheer someone else on, I've, right. it's just a positive place. So not giving up and just continuing it. And I think there's no way that I could have stayed with Trim Healthy Mom for, I mean, I took a short little break, like you were saying, um, mm-hmm. going back to counting calories probably at year two. And then that didn't work. Like it didn't work at all. No. And it was, it was a painstaking, you know, to have to count calories and, and it didn't, I was so discouraged and um, God just keeps pointing me back to it. So I think, um, I don't know. I don't know that there was any advice in what I just said. But... I know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: I have a client, um, and she actually just shared, I have a private group for my past and present clients. After I've coached them for a certain amount of time, I'll, I'll offer that group for them to go into. And it's a community. I don't do much in there, but they can talk. It's just a really small, um, group. And um, she had lost her mother very unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. As we were finishing out some coaching, and she popped in today, I haven't really heard much from her. And God love her heart. She was like, I'm, I'm, I am see and I, didn't, I haven't read the entire thing, nor have I put it to memory, but just of it. You know, Amy, Coach Amy's doing 100, 100 days on plan. I see a lot about that. But sometimes you need to give yourself grace. And I mean, this was a very big deal for her. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, anybody, your mother passing away unexpectedly, Difficult. Oh, that's huge. Difficult. Yeah. Um, you, what you've dealt with, you know, um, the anniversary of my boys' adoptions and their birthdays is difficult. And there's a lot of mm-hmm. dates in that. It's just really mm-hmm. hard. Mother's Day, very difficult for me. I'm never at my house on Mother's Day on purpose. And it just is difficult. And people don't have to understand that. They don't. Right. But you you always, whatever it is you're going through, and yeah, I agree, Always, always come back to THM, but give yourself grace. Wow. Um, And I think what's important in in that situation is you really, if you're wanting to stay on track and reap the rewards of THM in that season, share it with an accountability partner of some form Mm -hmm. or fashion, whether it's your teenage daughter, your husband, your mama, your best friend, your aunt, whatever, a random person in the main THM group, whatever it takes Yeah. just to say, uh, this is what I'm going through. This is my plan. Wish me well, whatever, whatever it is because that is just a little le- level of commitment to say, I'm going through a hard time, but as time goes on, I'm going to circle back and I- I'm coming back. Right. You know? And right. it may be that you're not eating sugar every meal of the day. You just may be having crossovers or you may not be eating on time, or you may be having more heavy S. So right. it looks so different for everybody, but I'm so glad. I didn't know I do. We're going to talk about all these things. This has been super fun. Thank and you so much for having me. And oh my I, gosh, absolutely. I, I would
1: add to that what you were saying real quick is that I think um, even though I like you're saying, I even though I didn't do it perfectly, I still kept with THM and. Mm-hmm. I think how much worse would my moods have been or how much worse would that stress that I was under have been if I hadn't just stuck with what I knew to do, was I doing it the best that I could have? Maybe not, but I didn't, maybe didn't have the capacity to at that time. And when you get through that storm, then you can focus a little more, put that energy and time back into, you know, tweaking it and figuring out how to do it better. Um, But I, yeah. So that was just something that came to mind of just how much worse could, could my situation have been if I hadn't just kept doing the things I knew to do even if I couldn't do it as best as I wanted. That's
0: right. So. That's right. And I think sharing with someone you trust is important, um, across the board because it can be a lonely place. I mean, how many people in the bush were doing THM when you started, you know, what <laughs> <I mean? laughs>
1: right? No, oh, accountability is huge. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Anything, anything last minute?
1: Nope. This has been great.
0: Oh my gosh. It was so fun. Thank you so much. I know that everyone listening is going to be so blessed and encouraged by this. I'm, I can't wait. Like I'm kind of thinking, should I change my plan so I could get this out Sunday? <laughs> we'll see.
1: We'll see. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I, like I said, I I'm used to doing videos where I can control, um, <laughs> I can, I can practice or rehearse a little. Cause I, I don't know. I don't always know what to say on the spot. So, but I've thoroughly enjoyed this and enjoyed this time with you. I'm so so glad. Thank you so much. Bye
0: everybody. Bye. Y'all have an awesome week. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, hit subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast listening app. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye y'all.